in Parshas Vayakal, the Torah goes over an accounting, a cheshbin, a chazara, of the binyan of the Beis Hamikdash, of the assembly of the materials, and that Karsh Baruch Hu chazers, who did what? Vayoyimer Moshe b'nei Yisrael. Moshe said to b'nei Yisrael, Ru, Kara Hashem, b'shem b'tzalel ben Uri ben Chur lamati Yehuda. Bitzalel was the one who was credited with constructing and assembling the Kalim and the Mishkan. Now it's curious. We talked about Bitzalel in last week's parsha, and we were fine to call him Bitzalel ben Uri. Why over here does it say Bitzalel ben Uri ben Chur? Why does it have to go back a third generation to complicate matters further? Rashi says Chur Benashah Miriam Rashi says who's Chur? Chur is Miriam's son Period No and, no therefore No because of Just dropping a fact So now it's even more Curious So instead of going back one dark Which is normal B'tzal Benuri The Torah lane went back B'tzal Benuri Ben Chur and Rashi felt it necessary to drop in Nacha generation and who his mother was, Binasha Miriam. So what's going on here? Why the, why the advanced Yichis of, of Bitzal? Why the need to date it back so much? So who was Chor? Chor did two things in the Torah. The other one is he held up Moshe's hands. But beside holding up Moshe's hands in the Mohammed of Amalek, in the end of Bishalach, we have one other incident with Chur in the Torah. When Moshe Rabbeinu was delayed in coming back, Klau Yisrael clamored for an eagle, and there was a total and commotion, no, 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 we're, you know, we need a new leader. Ki ha'ish, Moshe has not showed up. And Chur tried tamping down the Elam's uh, enthusiasm for a replacement for Moshe, and Hor promptly got killed. So if you ask yourself, was Hor a successful person or not? I mean, he didn't do anything. The Egel still went on, and he died. He got nothing for it. He's a Navi. He didn't say he had a Navua. He Zanavi, he died. I mean, he for the same price, he could have kept quiet, the eagle would have happened, and Hor would be alive. So was Hor did Hor do the right thing? Did Hor do the smart thing? What became of Hor because of this? Well, the honest truth is the Mishkan was built as a kapara for the eagle. The Mishkan is Akadush Baruch's way of saying. Even though we did, we were rough, we had a rough patch there with the Egel, we're now back together. And I'm willing to, I'm willing to live amongst you once again. And the Mishkan is Kapara for the Egel. So Chor, even though he lost his life for the Egel, he was repaid with the Kapara of the Egel that his Enikel, Bitsalo, was the one who built the Mishkan. 
So Hor's protestation did not go unnoticed. Hor's heroism did not go for naught. In fact, his anical was the one who affected the kapara for the aver that he tried to stop. And that's what Hor, that's how Hor's involvement was recognized and appreciated. But the question is, where did Hor get this ability, get this inspiration to do something that is seemingly useless and futile? Hor learned this from Miriam. Miriam is mentioned several times in the Torah, and each time Miriam gets involved, it seems more futile than the next. The first time we meet Miriam in the Torah, it was after her father Amram decided that since Parai was geyser, that kol habein hayilad hayyirat hashlichuhu, so Amram amad Amram v'girish esishtei. Amram said, no, I, I'm not l'shav amolai. I am not having a family just to be killed by Parai. And he's Megarish, his wife. Little Miriam, his daughter, said, you're worse than Parai. Parai le Gazrael Aschar. And your guys are on the Nekevis as well. Now if you think about it, what is Miriam thinking? Amram is Gadol Adar. And the Gadol Adar made a cheshbon from Dastaira that this is the right way to go. And his little girl says, Tati, you're wrong. That, that seems like a futile task. That seems like an effort in futility. What was Miriam thinking? But that was Miriam. Miriam showed that when something is wrong and something needs to be done, you do it without consideration of is this successful? Is this the better move? What's the numbers? Am I going to make it? What is the analysis? What does the analytics say about this? You do the right thing. The next time we meet Miriam, she's weiter engaged in seemingly a fruitless effort. Pare was geyser, they call Ben They were able to hide Moshe Rabbeinu for three months, and even Moshe Rabbeinu, after three months, they were unable to hide him. They put him in a boat and put him in the river and expected never to see him again. Miriam stood on the side of the river. No one else did that. All the other kids just were thrown in the river and died. What was Miriam thinking? What was Miriam doing? But once again, that's Miriam. That's Miriam. Miriam is showing us that even though it seems hopeless, even though it seems futile, it still is wrong just to let it go. So she stood by the side of the river, and lo and behold, Miriam was answered again. The next time we find Miriam in the Torah is after Az Yashir, after Klal Yisrael experienced Kriyas Yamsuf. And Klal Yisrael had the ability to express to our to the Rebbeinu Their spontaneous reaction was, Oz Yashir Yisrael, And Miriam, with the women, was stuck. We also want an ability to express our Hakar and Hedot to the Rebbeinu but we don't have a Malkam for expression. Rather than giving up and saying you can't do anything about it, Vatikach Miriam as a taif biadeha. Miriam took the taif, and Miriam once again found the solution. Time after time, when we find Miriam, Miriam is going and doing something when all hope seems lost and there seems a bleak future. 
Miriam says, you got to do what you got to do. This was imparted to her son, Chor, who did what he had to do and was rewarded with a son, a grandson, Betzalel. And this explains everything. Betzalel built the Mishkan in which we do what is seemingly impossible. We are physical beings and we want to cash her with the Rebbein Shalom who has no shaykhis to physicality. The Rebbein Shalom is an ein seif, and we are mamish limited. The Mishkan is a portal through which physical Kurutse Chaymer can touch the Rebbein Shalom who is Nitzchis, who is ein seif. What an impossible task. And that is what B'tzalel Ben Uri, Ben Chur, Ben Nashal Miriam built. And that is why it has to say B'tzalel Ben Uri, Ben Chur, who did what was impossible and learned this Ben Nashal Miriam from his mother, who always did what was impossible. Chavis.